PHNX Suns postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> Hit that like button and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman and Espo. Gerald Bourget will be joining us shortly. In Maybe. La- well, a little later. We might on be in the done show. before. We might be done before you get there. We'll see. But tonight, the Phoenix Suns took down the New Orleans Pelicans 124-111. I will not lie to you guys. This game was a smidge boring. Oh, my God. A smidge? (laughs) Until that fourth quarter, it was extremely boring. But we watched it. We're going to talk about it, and we will do our best to make it sound way more exciting than it actually was. Yeah. You guys ready for this? You think you can handle this? Let's do it. Did anybody notice something in the intro? No, but I don't think anybody did, which is amazing. You guys are really unobservant. You guys are asleep, too. You normally are. But nobody noticed it. <laughs> nobody noticed it. I guess at the end of the show, you guys are have to go back and watch the very beginning again and see if you noticed our little uh, Easter I'm, egg in there, I guess you could say. I'm pretty sure Emma's going to get a call. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Emma. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. All oh right. God. So, like I said, it, it wasn't the most exciting game, but it was a physical game, which is something that we did know was going to happen coming into this game. However, comma, I didn't expect it to be physical in the sense that every other play, one of our guys was going to get hit in the face or an ankle twisted or something of that sort. I think it got a little too physical at times from the Pelicans. It seemed like Jock Landale took at least five hits to the face tonight. Don't don't ruin Jock's beautiful face, damn it. He took a lot to the mouth. Are you eating a fruit roll-up right now? Yeah. <laughs> so, What's wrong with that? We're supposed to be talking. I'm talking. And you got a fruit roll-up in your mouth? <laughs> I'm not Pissed. smacking my gums yes. or anything like Where, that. I'm where's just... the professionalist? <laughs> this show is nothing if it's not professional. How are we doing Jock this? has gotten hit in the face probably. He's gotten hit a lot. Be careful where you're probably going. Probably by eight to ten times this season already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's and nowhere I can go with it. That's good. <laughs> no, so you saved yourself. <laughs> Anything I say, Lindsay, please get us back HR on track. online one. So I'm not going to do any of that. We do not have any jock injuries to update you guys on, but unfortunately, we do have a DeAndre injury to update you guys on. But we do have on. face injuries. <laughs> DeAndre in left the game early in the first quarter after what some say uh, he stepped on Valanciunas's foot. Others are saying Valanciunas kind of slid his foot under DA. Yeah, it was a when dirty DA was play. in the air, and it should have been a flagrant, potentially a dirty play. Dirty but he either which way, DA landed on his foot and then grabbed his ankle when he hit the ground, and he left pretty much after that. And then we got a a report from the Suns later on in the game that he wasn't going to come back because he had a left ankle sprain. DA's got sensitive feet anyway. Anywhere's low tops too, which doesn't. Anywhere's low tops, which I do, which which I do not understand. I, I still like. It's because you know. does Puma make a high top? I don't think they Listen, do. Listen, Puma didn't have a basketball shoe until Da. If Da wanted a high top, Puma would have made him a high top. Message. I'm just saying. 
I don't think they have any high top. If you want to get in the basketball game and you're signing a big to your brand, and it, if they want a high top, you better make them a high top. That's all I'm saying. But it, I'm uh, guessing I, it's I don't DA's disagree. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think it's DeAndre's option. Sorry, I got a little angry. God, if he wanted a high top, damn it. <laughs> I'm just upset. Okay. Well, I don't you should want be. our guys getting hurt in this type of fashion. This is ridiculous. Look, I'm going to be the voice of reason here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, go- I'm going to. Oh, okay. I mean, you can laugh at it, but I'm going to. All right, let's do it. The center position is the strength of uh, of position or <laughs> position of start over. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, be the, the voice of reason. reason. <laughs> I haven't even had a four peaks tonight or an OGs. I'm gonna be the voice of reason tonight. And a position of strength is the center position, so we don't have to worry about it. That's where I was going. So right, cool. This is true. Because if there is one thing that we can take a little bit of What's the word I'm looking for? Solace. Solace, yes. Solace in is that we have Bismack Biombo as our backup, backup point guard. I'm sorry, center. We are all on one tonight. <laughs> I would love to see Bismack as the third. And you worried point about girl. me eating a fruit roll? <laughs> you guys can't even talk. <laughs> I look. It's it's like having your third car be be like a real nice. BMW. Maybe it's a, it's got some miles on it, but it's nice. But it's you, take, you take it out of the garage and you're like, it's hey. Like, it's good. like you're pulling out of Devin Booker's garage. You're one of those fancy cars. Yeah. you're Three, yeah, four, you're five, six, older, deep, doesn't matter. But you're, yeah, you're yeah. solid. Yeah. I mean, he comes in and he takes care of business. And you know that Bismack's going to bring the energy. He can rebound like nobody's business. We saw that last year. Uh, he's great with Chris Paul on the on the pick and roll uh, with the lobs, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Paul finds him. Mikhail is really good at finding him as well. It's it's quite the luxury to have a guy like that that is the backup to your backup at center. Bismack Biombo played 23 minutes, and he had a game-high 13 rebounds. He also had 11 points. So the fact that he hasn't played that many minutes at all this year and he was in with the starting unit as well. That's solid work from Bismack Biombo. So we had to give him a flower or two here at the top of the show because he held it down for us when things could have gotten a little out of control there because the Suns did come out of the gates looking good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the Pelicans got back into this and the Suns went cold. And then DA got hurt. And then it was basically any man's game at that point in time. But the Suns were able to figure it out. Well, and a lot of it did come at the beginning of that third quarter when Bismack started uh, with that with the starters in that third quarter, and they kind of stretched that, and then the dam really broke in the in the third quarter. But I mean, it was this is the kind of game where you could have easily lost. It would have been uh, it would have been easy to go. All right, we don't have it. NDA's hurt, and you know, okay, uh, we'll we'll get him next time. But they came out and. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a mea culpa. You did it with, uh, with Landry Shamit the other day. You know, I really regret th- that. Th- then you backtracked, but Landry wasn't bad yeah, tonight. Landry pull- looked decent. We're not. Well, you're not gonna pull the ripcord on Landry Shamit and all this. I'm just saying. I'm sorry, but the Suns bench, isn't bad, and I was one of the people pounding the table saying how atrocious I thought it was gonna be. And through five games, they've been actually very serviceable. And tonight, we're actually 
very good and the reason this team won with Devin Booker going MIA as well. When you have three people, there's three key contributors here that we did not expect to play at the level that they're playing at. Number one, obviously, Jock. Mm-hmm. He is playing above and beyond what we could have ever hoped uh, he would bring, especially considering the, the terrible year he had in San Antonio last season um, and his career as a whole. You just didn't expect to see that. On top of that, campaign looks like he's getting back to form of what he was two years ago. He's making quick decisions. He looks like he has a little bit of explosiveness getting to the basket. He's making those little flip shots again. Um, it's it's great to see. And then three, you add in, um, uh, oh my God, why am I blank? Uh, Damian, Damian Lee. Um, and what he's provided, especially in game one against the Mavs, and he's he seems like he's been uh, a pretty good force defensively for sure. Offensively, he gives you a little bit of a perimeter shot. And then when you throw in guys like Torrey Craig, that's when the big difference starts to come in. And you saw that tonight. You throw in Bismack. You're right, Espo. I think this bench probably heard a lot of the noise about how trash they were probably going to be this season and how a lot of people slept on them. And they are definitely uh, the pleasant surprise so far in this early part of the season. I, I think it's in part chemistry, right? Because sometimes a bench group plays better the, the total than than the individual parts, right? And I feel like that's what's going on here. These guys very much, and you could see it when when Landell would get a dunk off a lob. The the guys on the bench are freaking out. The guys on the court are. There's a chemistry thing with the, with this bench group. So I give them a lot of credit. And if I told you before the game or any night this season that Devin Booker and CP3 combined for 23 points uh, and 7 of 21 shooting, you would have said Suns lost, right? Not a not a 13-point victory. That's the bench. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's been yeah. fun to watch this group come together, and I think a lot of it has to do with just the energy that they all bring night in and night out. Mm-hmm. They seem to be having a good time out there, even when they're taking elbows to the face. Like, it just seems like they all like to play with each other. And and being that some of them, a good amount of them on that bench unit are newer to this team, that's a good sign. Oh, yeah. Especially when we had supposed concerns around vibes before the season started. And somebody in the chat said it, but... Uh... There was a super chat. You want to read well, that one? We from can Danny? get that. But I was. It, somebody said that. Uh, the oh, here it is. It's uh, Brittany Price says Payne's chemistry with Landell is so much better than with Javale, mm-hmm. and I think that's been key. I think Payne campaign is so much a vibes guy, right? If he's feeling good, if he's feeling in a flow with him, his offense gets going, and he gets his teammates involved. Uh, he, I think that's been a key for him this year. The key is the fact that what we talk about, what's the biggest difference between Jock and JaVale? What is it? Spacing. Well, spacing. spacing and- because because JaVale cannot shoot from the outside. So when, when Jock pulls away, he creates more space and more opportunity for a campaign to be able to make plays. And you could tell that's the same thing that happened with Dario the year before. Mm-hmm. JaVale cut that off. And campaign struggled with that mightily. It's a huge difference. Even if it's just a few feet, it makes such a big impact on uh, on a guy like campaign. And and you can see it in his face. Well, Jock's a smarter basketball. And that's not, I don't mean that rudely to JaVale, but I just think he's a more fundamentally sound basketball player too. So for, 
for a backup point guard, that gives you more confidence as a guy. You know it's not going to be, oh, crap, what is he doing? You know you can trust him. You know, so I think I think all those factors become very important with Payne. We have a super chat from Manny. Manny said this bench gives me 2010 vibes, which was the best Suns bench in history, in my opinion. So Payne is Drogic, Shama is Barbosa, Lee is Dudley, Craig is a Munson, Landell is Fry. I would agree yeah. with some of those, except for <laughs> the obvious one. And I don't say this because you know. I, obviously, everybody knows I'm kind of, you know, I'm not on the Shamit train, but there you, you can't even compare Shamit to Le, Leandro Barbosa. Le, Leandro Barbosa was a bucket, like, yeah. and Shamit is whatever the opposite of a bucket is. <laughs> Shamit hasn't been that bad, though. Give him a give him a smidge of a break. Tell me why. He's getting better. Tell me He's why. He's got I more him a confidence. Of a well, break. He had five points tonight. He was a plus 13, two of four from the field, one of three from deep. And he had two assists and a steal. In how many minutes? 17. <laughs> But the fact that he's more than a quarter. Okay, I get that. But he was there were times last year where he was worse than what we've seen from him in all of the games he's played so far this season. He's just a non-factor out there. I'm not saying he's a game changer. I'm not expecting Landry to be a game changer. I just don't want him to be a liability. Do either of you remember the the sketch TV show Mad TV? It was like Fox's answer to Saturday Night Live. I think so. They had a sketch on there. It was a dating service that they called Lowered Expectations, where it was like, you should just accept you're going to have to date somebody that's trashier than you want. That's what this feels like to me. It's, you know, the lowered expectations of, well, look, he's better than what he was, I guess. Like, we're making excuses. <laughs> Landry Shamit is passable. All right, fine. But let's not act as if he's he's some key in no, and that's not what I'm doing, but I also don't want to shit all over the guy Connor, when he's he doesn't deserve that right now either. In Con- my Connor Connor says it accurately in the chat. He's like, he's doing something out here out there, Saul. Come on now. <laughs> something. Okay, he's doing something out there. Yes. I agree. You're being a brat. It's true. You are being a brat. You leave Landry Shamit alone. Oh my Lowered expectations. He is doing his best. <laughs> Okay. Let's see. The f- the 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 ceiling is not the floor. Okay, <laughs> not for this franchise. He has to do more. He'll get there. Just give him some time, Saul. Just give him. He some was time. plus thirteen tonight. The chat wants you to. Yeah, know. exactly. The Gunslings are demanding. He was absolutely. Exactly. He was plus thirteen because um, of everybody else that surrounds him. Also, I got a message from Gerald right now, and he was able to talk with Monty Williams. Just oh, I a quick you were say update. He was able to talk to Landry. <laughs> I'm going to text Gerald to have him talk to Landry, and I don't know what, but we're we're going to have conversations anyway. He talked to Monty, and Monty said he has no update on DeAndre's ankle at this point in time. Maybe we'll have something more official tomorrow, but sorry. The news is there is no news around DeAndre and tonight. Are you shocked? No, yeah, do we not really at all. expect Body to come out? Well, here's the X-ray, and here's exactly what we know. No, Body never shares anything after the no, game. No, but he usually, usually how it works is he's fine. As far as I've heard, he's good, or we don't have any updates, which means it could be bad. It is easier to get top secret documents out of the National Archive than it is to get injury information out of. Out of the Suns, all right? They're not going to tell you anything after the game. I mean, that's fine. I am I get it. 
<laughs> I get it. By the way, Girthlings, if you want me to say it, I've seen a few people in the chat say that you got to get to 100 likes. You're 29. Get better. Now we got a whole lot to get. We get a thousand likes, and I will interview Landry Shamit. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm Landry wrong. would say no to you. Landry would tell you to kick rocks, but in much meaner words. <laughs> uh, that doesn't bother me. Yes, Emma? Up, Emma. So the first, the first time that you demanded likes, you said a hundred, and then the next one you went to one fifty. Why the hell are we going back to one hundred? Well, because we got fewer, fewer people in the chat. I don't feel the energy from the girthlings tonight, so I gotta, I gotta spoon feed them a also, little bit. Also, do we have to say it every show? Like it should be special. If we say it after the Pelicans, Saul, so I'm the person that needs somebody to tell me they love me every five minutes. <laughs> well, listen, you're good. So I'm but just you're telling them. Listen. Brian no, in the I chat said, I liked the video, and Espo thinks we're fighting, LOL. And he still liked it. Even though you thought he was mad at you, he's not. All he's right. still supporting. Well, he is, but that's all. He's a, not. No, I'm just kidding, Brian. Uh, real fake quick, beef. did you guys see? We, we I don't know if you guys were able to have this wherever you were watching games, but we've got a pretty cool setup here at PHNX. Uh, thanks to more furniture. And so we had baseball, basketball, and hockey on all. All the TVs in our viewing area, chilling in our awesome, amazing, more furniture chairs. Thanks to them for helping us set up our viewing area. It makes watching games a heck of a lot more fun and way more comfortable. If you guys are in the market for some new furniture, you should check out their fall furniture sale at morefurniture.com. Every $1,000 you spend will get you a $100 gift card. Again, that's morefurniture.com. Uh, and... The Coyotes crew just showed up because they had their inaugural home game at Mullet Arena and there was a tailgate slash watch party out at Four Peaks tonight. Sean was out there. He said it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had beer specials available for everyone who was able to go out over there. And a quick reminder on Four Peaks tomorrow, Saturday, they've got a hookup for you guys. So some discounted beer. We're talking $15 for a 24 pack of the Fall Variety Pact. Again, this is this Saturday, which is tomorrow, only at Four Peaks Wilson Tasting Room on Wilson Street in Tempe. Wilson! From, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., the first 50 people there also will get a free Oktoberfest t-shirt. So you okay. might want to wake up early and check that out. Oktoberfest shirts are sick. Got mm -hmm. one of those. And the double pumpkin porter in that pack is elite, so I highly recommend it. Yes. Uh, just a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy it responsibly. All right, let's adjust something real quick what in the chat. What are we addressing in the chat? Uh, first of all, uh, scroll up there, Emma. Somebody said that I was – somebody said, hey, bees, Saul's a hater uh, because apparently I'm not the leader of the Shamit fan club. Okay, cool. Uh, and then also – uh, mind your manners, don't be rude, and don't be uh, coming at people all kind of effed up there. Uh, you know who you are. Yeah, Brian, so I was talking to you. <laughs> don't start, don't start shenanigans Brian. with Brian. He didn't I'm do anything. Kidding. Brian gave you a super chat and said, I'm only fighting for likes, Espo, <laughs> for likes. I'm kidding, Brian. <laughs> it's all about the entertainment value with your girth. Brian, thank you for your super chat. We also got one uh, from Icon and said, I how much I need to pay for Espo to never say it. Icon, after what you put in the chat in the pregame, 
Uh, that, that was I, gold. Yeah. I mean, come that on. How gold. much do I have to pay you not to do that? <laughs> yes, I mean, come no, on. No, there is no amount of money. You keep going, son. I also, appreciate that. Also, if you guys didn't understand that joke, we're not going to let you in on it. One, because I'm not repeating it ever. <laughs> I'm not even saying it ever. But two, it just means you have to show up to the pregame shows because that's where a majority of the inside jokes start. Yeah. So I'm just saying. And then Rick says, black jerseys this year, black Valley jerseys last year. Sunburst purple jerseys this year. F Mary Kill. Ooh. It's F all of them, of oh. course. That's uh, yeah. No. That's uh, how much they excite me. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, <laughs> no, what? I was, like, I, thought, what? Yeah, I was thinking you were killing them all. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was. I was I confused. Yeah. Okay, so black jerseys this year, black valley jerseys last year, and sunburst purple. F Mary Kill. I would black very black valley jerseys last year would be the F. Uh, for me, the. The sunburst purple this year would be Mary, and I would kill this year's black. I agree, hundred percent. I I'm I'm going to I'm I'm marrying the purple. Uh, that of course been, you are. Uh, it's been a which love is, of of my life, which is what I said. But I actually think. Oh my God, are you going to kill the Valley don't. jersey? You absolutely I don't. Espo this year's black no, jersey. Oh my no, God. Kill the Valley. No. Espo's yeah. just trying to be different. There's no way. No. There's no way. Espo, doggone it. You've even, you've even gone on record so many times saying that that's one of the – it's it's probably the second best jersey in the history of the Suns. I, but that's how – I'm just saying that's how much I actually am starting to really Ooh. like this year's black jerseys. This year's black jersey is – hey, Tracy's in the chat. My wife says love of your life. Excuse me. We had this conversation oh. before oh, we no. got married that – that the sons and that era of sons oh. were always my first love. All right. Oh, and you were accepting of that. So that's just, uh, that's just the way it has to be. Rick in the chat said this year's black jerseys are so underrated. Listen, I, I do think this year's black they're jerseys, nice. they're nice. They look great. But when you compare them to the Valley, I think they're a step below it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Tracy purple Jersey. Purple jersey. No, you're, you're such stupid. a liar. You should have said put those two things together. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy, Tracy in a purple jersey. Oh, see, Damn me, it, Espo. I gotta get home. <laughs> oh my god. Espo, I don't know we're, if we're you have a home that home home back so fast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all quick. right, what all right. Say? Let's get back to basketball. Let's get back to basketball. All right. Mikael Bridges was awesome. Yes, Mikael Bridges had himself a night. He, he one end of the court to the other. I you were he was to just give me a high five. like flying back and forth. I was forth. just about to go like this. Like Mikael was just, it was insane. It was so enjoyable to watch Mikael Bridges tonight, and thank God for him because he had a uh, game high twenty seven points tonight. And without those twenty seven points, the Suns definitely would not have won this game. Well, nope. he was well. He was the spark plug. He yep. somebody had to get the the team going because mm-hmm. they were they were kind of in a funk like we were just watching the game. Like, okay, what's what's happening here? These guys, the Pelicans, were shooting the lights out from three, and we're just wondering what's going on. Um, and ironically enough, Mikhail started going off um, right when the Phillies were starting to to really put the the foot to the metal oh, yeah? there in the World Series. So I don't know those two things. Uh, <laughs> I, Mikael Bridges is the epitome of what this era of Suns basketball is. Defense, hustle, and excitement. And on nights like this, when he's flying around on 
on both ends of the court. It's one of the most fun things to watch. Yeah. This dude is exciting. He really is. And for all of those reasons and more, we are going to name Mikhail Bridges our draft king, king of the game. So Mikhail's official stat line for this one, 27 points. So Mikhail Bridges. He was three of five from deep. He also had three blocks. In addition to that, he had four assists, two rebounds, and he was 10 of 13 from the field. So the reason why on this graphic I chose to highlight the three-pointers is because in the first four games, Mikkel Bridges had five three-point attempts. And tonight, he had five three-point attempts in this single game. And I think this is something that we just, we got to get some more of this out of out of Mikkel. He can't be taking one or two attempts a night. We got to get a couple more. Well, you know, I, I think sometimes when, when guys go down with injury like DA did, it, it somebody... Somebody has to step has up. to step up. Devin was definitely off tonight. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't feeling it. Chris hasn't shot the ball for shit all year. Um, and so somebody had to pick up the slack. And I'm so happy to see Mikhail say, you know what? I got it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do this. And he did it in such a variety of ways. It wasn't just uh scoring on one end, it was the block shots, the loose oh, yeah. balls, the steals. Uh, he was phenomenal tonight. It's probably one of the best games that I've seen. Uh, Mikhail Bridges play I it's definitely a top three game for him because of everything he did there was a sequence there where literally like every five seconds he was making a play and yeah. that's that's exactly what we're hoping for from him that's what's going to take this team from a from a contender to the to the front runner this year in the last two games he is 17 of 21 for 43 points <laughs> This could be the offensive awakening we've been waiting for with Mikhail Bridges. He's he's had moments, but maybe this is where we finally see the consistency from Mikhail offensively that we've all been hoping for. And I'm just gonna say it. He is the best value in basketball. Jay a hundred percent. Best value. Jay said best contract in the NBA equals Mikhail. Yes. Hundred percent. Shout out to Mikhail for hooking us up. And giving us more years of him here in the Valley at a family-friendly discounted rate. By the way, uh, also props to Emma for impeccable crown placement. Uh, that has been so much better than it was last year. So. <laughs> Shane over here catching straight. I did half of it last year, too. This is true. She did, Ooh. remember? Well, she you did. got better from last yeah, year. Then, it's true. Too. Just bearing... Everybody tonight, (laughs) including myself. Sleep on the couch at home, sleep on the couch here at work. At least they're for more furniture, so they're really comfy. Exactly. Hey, I took a nap on the couch up front and back here. Ooh, chef's kiss. Great nap. I may, I maybe have to furnish a whole new apartment. So let's get them on the phone. Yeah, Emma was in a deep sleep tonight, and we almost (laughs) fucked with her, but we didn't. (laughs) Oh, why didn't anybody tell me that? I didn't know she was. You asleep. weren't here because you know you don't show up until like an hour before we do these things. Oh, you mean earlier today? I, but you said tonight. <laughs> I said Making today. it seem like it was whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to Mikel. So shout out to Mikel. Also, in addition to all the fun stuff we got on the court, uh, basketball wise, we also got some really great memes tonight. A couple bobbleheads from Mikel when he when he had really big plays or hit a big <laughs> shot. And then at one point in time, I think it was pregame, 
I retweeted it because um, somebody had tweeted it on my timeline and I retweeted it and it was the cutest thing. It was campaign, Mikhail Bridges and DeAndre in doing like a three person high five. And it was so precious, you guys. If you have not seen it, please go to Twitter and find that video. It looks like when you're drunk in the club it was and so you and your cute. friends get the song you want to hear and you're like, high five, let's have some fun. I haven't been to a club in a very long time. <laughs> but it, it was so cute. Emma, you have to see I you am guys. Three years older than you or four years? Four. Four years older than I have never done that in the club. I've never been like, guys, our song is on. I have never seen it. I've never done it. I don't know what the hell he's doing. You haven't about. gone to the good clubs then, Bookman. <laughs> I can tell you I've been to the good ones. Yeah, I've never seen that happen, buddy. <laughs> Or ever, okay, Tracy I've never says. been to a club. My wife just outed me. Fine. Well, Let me go hang out it. in the bereavement section. To be fair, you started it. You did. Uh, real quick, I do want to remind you guys that sports are a heck of a lot more fun with the DraftKings Sportsbook app especially Suns basketball. And right now, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 if your team wins. So you should download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use that promo code PHNX when you sign up so you can take advantage of these awesome deals that DraftKings is trying to give you right now. Also, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Once again, that is promo code PHNX, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Why are you guys looking at me like that? My guy really is going to sleep on the couch tonight. What is happening? Because he just said, like, after the whole club thing, he was like, fine, I guess I'll just stick to the bereavement section. And then his wife was like, "Uh, wife, hello. (laughs) Like, oh, God, my guy is just deep, just getting deeper and deeper. Well, you know how it goes. It's just I'm glad my wife doesn't watch these shows. <laughs> so I'll tell you that right now. I'm, look, I'm going to say this. All right? Hold on. I'm not, I'm Are you to, sure? Are you have really you gonna, this I have. You're going to triple have. down on this? I have. Oh, my God. Let's look at it. Six years ago, almost exactly right now, my wife went into labor and then 9 a.m. the next morning gave me the greatest gift ever. So, Tracy... Thank you very much for everything you do. And thank you for giving birth to our daughter six years ago right now. So. Oh, that was cute. Oh, right on cue. She Happy says, birthday, good thing you cover these games because that's the only game you got. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Oh, no. Well. Oh, no. And yet I still got you. Ha! <laughs> Anyways. So, mm-hmm. are you going to tell us what tonight's PHNX factor is? Am I? Yep. I think you're going to tell us. Oh, yeah. It was definitely... Tori Craig! I was trying to remember. I was like, damn it, which one was it? I was thinking campaign. Yeah, it's uh, Tori Craig. Tori was awesome. Uh, Listen, Tori and Cam, if you just closed your eyes and you thought about 2021, you'd have been like, oh, man, we're right back. This is fun. Mm -hmm. These, These guys are flying around the court. Uh, Tori's energy this year has has been elite. I don't know what he's eating before the game. I don't know what he's drinking during the game, but he needs to continue doing it because he's he's playing at a very high level energy wise, and that's what that's what these guys on the bench bring a lot of energy. Like they got to because if they come out like they did a lot of times last year, where they're just kind of going through the motions, they're no good. They're no good to anybody. Um, and I thought that that was really what was lacking so much, especially in the playoffs last year, 
you saw the Mavericks and how excited they were for fuck just throwing a pass. You know what I mean? Like, and the Suns were missing that that joyful, you know, excitement. And I think that when Tory Craig and Campaign and now Jock um, are are in that flow, it just provides such a boost to this team, and they're going to need that as the season goes on. So it's very exciting to see, and I'm I'm so happy for for Tory Craig because you know obviously friend of the program you know one we, of my favorite interviews we we, we we love him so much and we really love what he brings to the table he's got a great personality guys love him and so um yeah ph- phenomenal job tonight overall yeah his his energy's been spectacular he couldn't shoot the three for anything yet last year after they reacquired him but he's found that stroke again uh, you know, without him tonight, they they lose. He was he was the guy that when they were when they were playing rough, he bounced back and uh, and and played played with heart and and reminded these guys what they can do out there. You know, I didn't realize this until I just went and looked at his stats, but he was perfect from the field tonight. He was six of six from the field, yeah, uh, one of one from the three point line, and he finished with thirteen points. I didn't awesome. realize that for him tonight. That's fantastic. Yeah, he was in the first half of this game uh, specifically. Obviously, he played well throughout the entire thing. But in the first half, he was playing out of his mind. Yeah. It was fun to watch. I, mm. Everything that I saw on Twitter was, this is the Tory Craig we know and love. Like, Tory Craig finally getting back to form. Like, finding his his game, his rhythm again here with his son's team. And it's easy to root for a guy like that. Especially since we knew what... Tory Craig could do and last year when we got him back on this team it just for whatever reason didn't work out very well it was it was frustrating we were all upset I'm sure he was upset so it's really nice to be able to root for this guy to find his form again and have a performance like he did tonight and hopefully be able to continue that throughout the season because like we said PHN X factor that will be huge for us yeah for sure um there are two things that we should bring up because it is con is it's been in the chat quite a bit um the first one is dario yeah and people are asking where's dario why is he not playing um i to be honest with you i don't think the suns see a need to play him because i think they they probably are looking at him as a possible trade chip um at this point point because listen jock has played very well you don't really need him if tory craig is giving you that energy off the bench the way he has you don't really need dario to replace him um, Bismack I mean, is Bismack well. is Bismack, you know I mean? Like, so I don't know if, if Dario really has a role right now on this team. Like he's, he's on the outside looking in and he has been for about the last, uh, for about the last year. Um, when it comes to Chris Paul, yes, we've talked at length about Chris Paul tonight. He did not play very well. He is right now, um, averaging a career low in PER or per, if you will, um, we, I, I talked about the league average is 15. He's, he's at a 15.9, which would be the lowest of his entire career. Um, still it, better than sh- half the league sh- though. Mm-hmm. It, it just says that's the league average, which, which means <laughs> better than any point guard they had before Ricky Rubio after <laughs> Drogic left. Um, but he is getting $40 million a year. You expect him to do more. He's, he's certainly, um, able to do probably a little bit more for whatever reason shooting wise he is just he has just not had a good start to this season hopefully that turns around um that's the best i can say because to me i i i'm gonna just keep going back to it 
I know stats are cool, and you know he's going to get the assists. Um, with the four guys that he has around him constantly, it I it's pretty easy to, to me to get nine assists a game, but but um, you expect more from that from Chris Paul, and you know time will tell whether or not we're going to get that. Okay, how's that? That wasn't as bad. That wasn't as mean. I'll give you that. Saul was going was hard at Chris Paul during the game, the 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 game and we were made? fighting. His PR. PR. No, no, no. Before Chris Paul, there was you. You were talking Dario about two things. Dario, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Couldn't remember. Oh, good. Uh, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Dario Saric combined. Him and Jay Crowder have played two minutes this year. Two minutes, twenty million dollars. There's something going on there. They will make a move involving those guys at some point in the near future. You know who's probably looking to to have a fire sale. If you say the Nets, I swear to God. So. No, 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 no. No, I don't even want to touch the Nets. The Lakers. What, what, what do, do you want? want off that Lakers? Nothing. I don't want anything <laughs> off that Lakers roster. I, really, I don't really know. I don't even want anything, really. I just like the oh, fact that they're Oh, you just wanted to five. throw shade at the Lakers yeah. real quick? They got to they they trade everybody, and they have nothing to trade. <laughs> it's awesome. It's the This is the best possible scenario if you're a Suns fan is to watch the Lakers burn yeah just, just absolutely burn because they overpaid for guys or they traded all their assets to get these guys for one bubble championship which to me doesn't mean shit because that's such a fluke um and here we are okay so back to Dario do you think that he's hurt or if not, and he's not playing simply because he's not needed or he might be involved in a trade later on, do you think that it would be wise to play him a little bit, maybe in garbage time minutes, to show off, remind people no. what he's capable of? Because it's been a while since he's played. No, yeah, because any trade you're making isn't based on uh, based on Dario. You're matching salary. You're likely trading for a guy with a contract that's longer than one year or a guy that a team wants wants to move off of, whatever the case, it, it's salary-based. It's not based on what Dario is going to do on the court. If if Jay and Dario are packaged for a bigger piece, it's going to involve a lot, a lot of picks too, and that's what the team's going to be most interested in. Uh, Jay, I still think, can contribute. Dario isn't going to be the centerpiece of, of some kind of deal, so I don't think you have to showcase anything with him. I feel bad for Dario. A little bit. Like I was, we, Monty's talked him up a lot before the season started and in preseason. And we were all really looking forward to seeing Dario back out here on the court. Obviously, super happy with Jock Landale and his performance thus far this season. But I do feel a little bit bad that we haven't seen Dario it's, at it, all and I, he hasn't gotten any information. It's, a, it's unfortunate that Dario um, got hurt in game one of the NBA finals on basically the first play that he had. Um, and then has really not seen an NBA court since. Uh, that's the unfortunate part because he is a truly nice person. He's mm -hmm. he's always been accommodating, really nice. Um, even with the language barrier, he still is is goes he he goes the extra effort to try and understand what's going on and stuff like that. And um, that part, yes. On the business side of things, no, you can't play him because you don't want to run the risk of him getting hurt. Uh, and you need to use that piece if you can for compensation purposes because whoever you try to bring in 
you're looking at somebody that's going to have a 10 to $20 million salary because you need them to be a contributor on this year's team. That's why you don't want to play them. I, I still want Harrison Barnes Same. out of those two guys. I don't think you guys are alone in that one. I've seen a lot of chowder around him again yeah. get brought up in recent days, I guess you will. Uh, we have a super chat from Perplex Damage. Uh, they said, thank you, Lindsay, for using a coaster. Because I have a water bottle here, and I didn't. Ha- it was sitting right next to the coaster. That's, and they sent me a note in the chat to put it on the coaster. Perplex is our, uh, is our more furniture rep. <laughs> there Just you go. Just to make sure we're taking care of the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it's it's a room temperature water, so yeah. it's not. No condensation. There's no condensation on it. So, so we're okay, I promise. I promise. All right, guys. So I got an update from Gerald. He's got updates for us on Tory Craig. He oh. talked to Bismack Biombo as well as Coach. He's waiting to talk to Mikel Burgess now. Obviously, the man of the night. Is there anything else from tonight's game that you guys would like to discuss before we go into one of our final segments before Gerald gets here? I don't really have anything. Well, the gir- that sounded like you were going to continue to say something. <laughs> well, Are you sure? <laughs> However, Are you sure? <laughs> what gives uh, you the right? <laughs> uh, look, well, first the girthlings failed, so I'm not saying it tonight. So no, you're, you don't get it you're, tonight. You're welcome, Saul. You guys are disappointing me on that. But uh, look, I, tonight is the kind of game that you easily could lose, could have lost. We talked about how the first five looked daunting when you look at the beginning of the schedule. And the Suns came out of it four and one. Yeah, I mean, that, and four of those teams made the playoffs last year. W- yes, and this is this is after they were left for dead by the uh, by the national media. The vibes are bad. It felt like a funeral. This team is in disarray. The chemistry sucks. Da doesn't want to be there. Uh, you know, all these things. All these. He just kept going and going, and they just came out and they played ball, and that's what they've done. Every step of the way over the last two and a half years is doesn't matter what the noise is. They go out and they play and they continue to win. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. All right. So we here at PHNX have come up with a brand new segment for you guys. We put it through the the great think tank that is PHNX to come up with this. But before we get to that segment, Espo has a special Halloween surprise for you guys. It's my ass. This is your time to oh. shine, Espo. Nookie Monster is back. Oh, geez. <laughs> tell you about OGs. Our friends at OGs Brands are making flavoring your <laughs> dreams now, too. Oh, yes. Oh, they flavor them like cookies. Mmm, yes. You, you, I love that. I love that so left. I should do Nookie Monster all the time. Uh, OGs <laughs> is spectacular. You should follow them on Instagram at OGs Brands or visit at ogsbrands.com for the great sleep gummies in that aqua berry flavor. Mmm, aqua berry. <laughs> oh, yes, that is the good stuff. Go OGs Brands. Yes, yes, Nookie Monster uh, enjoys. Just a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, and we also ask that you enjoy these responsibly. Okay, our brand new segment is called... Waiting for Gerald. And in this segment, we're going to talk about whatever random shenanigans are on the top of our head or whatever things 
the chat wants us to talk about. <laughs> I love that we're acting as if this is a new segment, as if we didn't do this all last season. No, but now it's branded. <laughs> now it's branded. It's official, you guys. We <laughs> we're getting graphics made. We'll probably have a sound effect at some point in time. We, we're, uh, we're on it. Uh, Emma, can we have <laughs> the chat vote on if Nuki Monster should come back later in the season? Um, okay. Uh, thank you. I love just making Saul uncomfortable with that. Okay, point. so our first waiting for Gerald question comes from Rach in the chat. It says, wait, who was the person in the intro? I thought I was just crazy or missed something. <laughs> <laughs> so the hey! graphic, Rach, you are the first person who noticed that one, at least that said anything. So congratulations to you. You get a cookie. The person in that graphic was Emma's mom. Yes. Can and we... Can and why? Why? <laughs> why is Emma's mom in that graphic? Well, Emma, because she said, "Who do you want for the picture in our Slack?" And Saul said, "Your mom." So she did it. She listened. Emma is nothing outside of excellent at trolling. It's probably one of the of few us. jobs in the world where you can say that as a GM and get away with it. Yeah. Hey. Sure. And she followed instructions masterfully. So <laughs> congratulations, Emma. And to your mother, thank you for making your appearance on the show. By the yes. way, Code says... Emma's mom. They're wrong. Oh, you my what? God. Code said in the chat, Espo makes me wonder how I'm still single sometimes. <laughs> Makes my wife wonder why she's not still single. So, do you want to know what my mom said back? What did she say? So right now she's watching. What was that movie called? Oh. Arachnophobia. Yeah. Yeah. So she's watching that movie, and she said that uh, the intro was scarier than that movie. Oh. I don't know. That movie scarred me for life, and, and the she's intro terrified to this did of spiders not, so. too. Your mom. So that's yeah. that's saying something. <clears throat> okay, we've got our next topic from right. Eldon in the chat. Can Mikkel be an all star this year? He can, but he needs to play at this level like he did tonight consistently, especially offensively. Defensively, he's going to be able to hold his own. He's got to make some differences. And when they play on national TV, he's got to make big-time defensive plays um, so so they catch people's attention and think about him when they vote uh, because he de definitely has the talent to be an all-star. Mm -hmm. It's just will he get the votes and will he get the coaches' votes uh, to do so? That's that's always up in the air. I think the West is too stacked, just to be honest. Uh, I'd love to see Mikhail there, but he's not going to average enough points to where he's going to get get that attention. Nights like tonight, there's no doubt that he's of an all-star level, but it takes getting national attention for your offense as, as well as your defense. I just don't think he's going to be able to do it enough. Okay. Perfect timing, everyone. Gerald is here. I like that segment. I think that was a solid segment. Yeah, two questions. Gerald, awesome. welcome in. How you doing? Doing great. How about you guys? Not too shabby. So tonight's game wasn't the most exciting game, but a, a win nonetheless. What stood out to you? Yeah, I think obviously the bench was the biggest thing to me. I think it was 54 bench points. I, I forgot to double check, but um, that was the number they kept saying post game. Um, I'm really impressed with the way that the second unit is starting to come together just five games in. Obviously, you're playing a shorthanded Pelicans team, so that definitely helps. But on a night where Devin Booker didn't really have it going offensively the way he has through the first four games, you look at this bench coming in producing Torrey Craig crashing the offensive glass, Landry Shamet making some plays on both ends, campaign being composed and attacking the basket like. And, of course, Jock Landale playing great on both ends of the floor. Like These are really encouraging signs for a bench unit that hasn't had 
too much time together so far. Um, and then obviously Mikhail Bridges going off on both ends of the floor was really huge as well. Uh, I I know that Lindsay said there was no update on uh, on DA, but what what if anything did Monty say about Landell and Bismack and what they were able to provide tonight uh, with DA out? Yeah, I actually asked Monty about Biz and and the luxury of having a guy like that as your third center who can come in and always stay ready. Um, and he was saying that's something that we value on this team, the work that he puts in with assistant coach Mark Bryant to stay ready and to be in, put himself in a good spot when he does get those situations. Um, obviously, you know, Biz was saying after the game, you never want somebody to get hurt, but he, he credited faith as the reason why he's able to stay ready. The, the faith that he has, the life lessons that he's learned as far as his father's passing and how it puts everything about this game into perspective that it is just a game it makes it so much easier for him to put in all that work and even when he doesn't get his number called stay ready for these opportunities and um, you know we've seen it in practice so many times where after everyone's off the floor mark bryant is throwing him passes full court and he's just running up and down and up and down just dunking the ball nothing extravagant but he's getting that conditioning in to keep himself in phenomenal shape and it shows on nights like tonight. He's barely played through the first four games and he comes out as a double-double off the bench, starts the second half for the injured DA. Like That's really impressive what he's able to do as a third big on this roster. I have two questions. Number one, what is it going to take? What is the chat going to have to do to convince you to turn around and say, go Phillies to Mikhail? <laughs> and number two, uh, can you give us that is Mikhail behind you, right? That is, yeah. Okay, and then number two, um, what everybody's been asking about Dario and his lack of playing time. Mm -hmm. um, what have you talked to anybody behind the scenes? Have you talked to Monty about that? What's the update on him? Not really. That might be something that we'll definitely have to bring up in the future, maybe even at practice tomorrow, depending on what we hear about Da's ankle. If he's going to be out for even a couple of weeks. You would think that this might be an opportunity for Dario to see the floor a little bit more since we haven't seen him at all. Um, I think it might just be a case of Landell's been playing really well and Biz is kind of the big that they needed for this particular matchup against a supersized front court. Um, it could be matchup dependent. We'll, we'll get some answers from Monty probably tomorrow at practice. Um, but for the time being, I, I think it's just a numbers crunch at that position. Dario's best used as a five. Um, and maybe they haven't really liked what they've seen from him at the four to this point. So Are you going to answer one... the first question or not? Oh, what's it going to take uh, to have to account? <laughs> I, I, I don't recall what that question was. What was that question? Oh. Well played. Well played. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, all right. Lies. Um, okay, so I know that you, Espo mentioned this, no update on DeAndre in thus far, but you said you talked with Tori Craig. A lot of guys got hit in the face tonight. Did he get hit in the eye? He did. He did get hit in the eye. He had to go back into the locker room and they actually had to flush it out because he was saying that he couldn't see out of that eye at first. Um, so they had to flush it out. He says it's fine now. Um, and they gave him like a protective contact lens for him to wear tonight to allow it to heal. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know how modern medicine works when it comes to the eye, but he said it, it sounded like everything's going to be fine. Well, 
I, I don't think washing an eye out is exactly modern medicine, but okay. Well, I'm sure we're saving yeah, like, solution. Not soap and water, you I guys. I don't understand that. It's like, saline solution. Yeah, I know, but if right. you hit an eye, it's not like your eye's like dirty with gunk. It could be. Well, he, could, he could have had something sweat all over those people's body, and if you catch that in the eye, now you got sweat all up in your eye. That's That's an infection waiting to happen. Gross! Did we not learn anything from the pandemic? Damn it! So we just go <laughs> reach around and rinse it off. You gotta rinse it all. Put out. some hand sanitizer rinse in there and get back out there, Dory. Uh, Gerald, on a serious note, uh, <laughs> that got out of control how, real quick. How have See you? How I get attacked on this show. I don't really like it. <laughs> how have you uh, liked what you've seen at a campaign in particular tonight? And uh, did Monty say anything about his efforts? Yeah, I actually did ask campaign about or Monty about campaign as well. And he was saying that with him, it's always a balance between, you know, letting him attack and not limiting his ability to get downhill, but also finding the right balance of passing, scoring um, and just staying in control, staying poised. He said he's really seen growth from him, especially when it comes to attacking the baseline, uh, that little floater that he had on the baseline and being able to kind of probe the defense. He said last year he would get in himself into trouble because he'd be going full speed jump out of bounds and like try to sling a pass to somebody on the perimeter but he said he's kept his his footing a lot better this year he's found guys in that same spot um, and he likes that he's putting pressure on the rim tonight was a night where we saw a lot more of those shots fall um, so he said to start the season he's seen a lot better balance from him on that front and that's definitely encouraging well, apparently there's a tweet. <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as you were about to finish up, these uh, two saw a comment in the chat saying, "Look at Jock's tweet to Mikhail." Everybody, go ahead and do so since right. this is the time to do it. We've got the what tweet. What does it say, Lindsay? <laughs> Mikhail Bridges yes. said, "Game one." I'm assuming he was talking about his Phillies for that one. Yes. yes. And then Jock Landau quote tweeted it and said, quit hanging your tongue out when you throw lobs. You look ridiculous. <laughs> With the tongue out laughing face emoji. So, so I actually I actually got to show Mikhail that tweet in the locker room. And he said, oh, don't worry, I got something for him. So keep an eye out for Mikhail. Oh, 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 I love it. And that's the kind of reporting that oh, we go to the girth. Nice. Oh, Jock on Mikhail uh, crime. I like it. Let's do it. So, Gerald, Hassan in the chat did ask me to ask you if Mikhail had mentioned anything about the Phillies in his postgame oh, yeah. presser. Yeah, so obviously he was super excited. He uh, came into his presser wearing a full Phillies jersey and a Phillies hat. Um, he said he just got back to the locker room after the game in time to watch the end of the game. So obviously he was stoked about that. Did Did anybody tell him nobody cares? Oh, they they Aww. did not. We were not going to shut. Nobody cares down. here. <laughs> nobody cares. Why would they be mean to Miguel? Of all people to be mean to, why would you be mean Especially to Miguel? Especially tonight. Well. well. Yeah. I, would, I would do it just because he's a Rams fan. So I'm like, uh, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> Gerald, important question from uh, the Girthlings. Uh, have you seen Black Adam yet, and is it worth seeing? I have not, and I've kind of been scared off what? by all the negative reviews, so I have not seen it. No. It was in the chat. From no, no, no. I'm shocked that he hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I'm okay. kind of shocked he hasn't seen it Because usually he's there, like he's the first one in line, so... <laughs> I'm more of a Marvel than a DC guy, and I know Espo will be sad to hear this, but other than like Batman, I kind of stay away from DC. For what about the new Black Panther movie? Oh, yeah. I already bought my tickets weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. I told you. J Opening night. Gerald, maybe one afternoon we'll go over to the AMC over here. We'll go see Black Adam together. 
Perfect. Okay, we'll so be the only have, two in there. We have two <laughs> comments about Black Adam in the chat right now. One says it's awful, and the other said it was amazing. So. <laughs> So there you, there you go. go. There you go. So that'll probably be Girth and I. I'll probably be like, it's DC. Cool. It's amazing. And Gerald, and Gerald will, like, will give it two stars. Uh, two stars out of 10. All right. Well, Gerald, Gerald thank you thanks. so much. We appreciate your uh, insight and for all the hard work you do. Hope you have a good Saturday. You have a high collar right now. Do you have a different shirt or a different brand? Just, He's going maybe. to the club. I am not going to the club. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going home to write. Also, we confirmed uh, tonight that Espo has never been to the club. Never been to a club? Not the club. Oh, I, the club. Not the, must, <laughs> yeah. None of that stuff. No. Okay. I mean, you're not missing much. It's okay. You guys didn't go to a club in Vegas? No. Did we not? No. Oh. The closest we came was watching Shane play panda slots. That was the closest I got to a club in Vegas. It's true. I was I was gonna say Lindsay was there for that. She should know, but she really wasn't there for that. So <laughs> yeah. I was there for part of it. She was there in spirit. <laughs> she had more important friends to go visit. Yeah. So. Okay. Bye, Gerald. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Gerald. Hope you find your dad. Bye, everybody. We're going to say goodbye. Oh, that's because it? we don't need oh. to go down any more of these crazy, ridiculous rabbit holes. Oh. Hello, says Girth. Can Espo spend the night at your place? He's been kicked out. <laughs> no, you guys, you, Tracy, Tracy said, okay, touche. Love you, too. So yeah, you guys are good now. It. You're good now. She yes. just knows I got to go build a bunch of birthday presents for my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Right, so. Also, she's like, well, you know. I need him to come home first, and then I'm going to chew him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you as always. Hopefully, if the Suns have practice tomorrow, we'll be able to get an update for you guys on DeAndre. And we will, of course, share that on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. On Sunday, we will have a pregame and a postgame show for you guys. The pregame will be at 5.30 p.m., and then the postgame will be after the game wraps up. And... Don't forget to buy a ticket to the game next Friday, yes. the takeover. That's the most important thing because 50 of us are going to have a great-ass time over to watch the Suns get revenge on the Portland Trailblazers this time. And the and rest of you won't if you don't come out, so join yes, us. So true. Also, uh, I have enjoyed this banter between Brandon and Easy. Uh, chill, guys. It's not that serious. It's okay. Pop an OGs and enjoy your Friday night. Yeah, be nice to one another. Nookie Monster. Uh, oh, recommend. my God. Okay. Yay. We should really go say goodbye before Espa does that again. Uh, okay. You can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, don't do it in the Nookie Monster voice. <laughs> he was going to. He was. He was. Take us home. Somebody help Lindsay. She's got to deal with Saul and I. And that's just not fair. Ahoy, ahoy. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never going to let go. BHNX though. Lindsay Gerald Espo. Saul passed the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always rep the family. Rally in the valley like.